0: to episode 57 of With Heart and Wonder and the first episode of 2022. My goodness, what a journey 2021 was for me and I know from talking with students and everyone in the Radical Rest Rhythms community, the program that I run, um, and just like in life and on social media, I know that for a lot of people, 2021 was a really hard year. I actually just um, had a message this morning from someone on Instagram who was saying that it was the hardest year of their life. And I know that that sentiment is something that a lot of people experience. And I know sometimes with the changing of the years, it feels like this kind of fresh slate which I think is really powerful. And it feels like an opportunity to begin again. That mantra, begin again, is something we've talked about before here on the podcast. Um, and, and so it's a really, I think, potent time of year. I know myself just like even, um, and we'll talk about this in today's episode. But I've just like been feeling this kind of like innate desire to kind of clean up the clutter around my house over the last few days. And I know that 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 for a lot of us, there's these different like desires that come from within us. And what I wanted to kind of start off 2022 with on the podcast and almost like set the tone for the year ahead was a conversation around gentleness because I think whatever those desires that are coming up for you, those cravings, those urges, those little nudges, the wisdoms that you're listening to, because one of the reasons I think that, um, that this time of year is so powerful is that we're in this time of winter, which is a time of deep listening. It's a time of introspection. And it's a time where we might it might be a little easier to hear those inner knowings that are inside of us. But then the question is, when we hear those inner knowings, when we know that, for instance, we might need in our life right now a little bit more movement or more rest or more creativity or more time in nourishing relationships, when we hear those little bits of wisdom, the question then becomes, How are we responding? And the response, I think so often we get caught up in that kind of material aspect of like, what does that look like? So for instance, if it's movement, it looks like moving every day of the week. Or if it's relationships, it looks like calling someone or doing something, you know, every weekend. And we set these kind of these tangible goals and I wonder if we can start to shift our mindset around that and not to say, this is really important, not to say that goals and those more concrete tools of measuring, they can absolutely be valuable sometimes but there might also be another way that we can approach these inner knowings, these urges, these cravings, these really beautiful insights that we're having about change we want to make. There may be another way we can approach them that is a little bit gentler or a little bit more mindful. And so that's what I wanna talk about today. So what I notice. <laughs> And this has has always been the case, but ever since I started Radical Rest Rhythms about a year and a half ago, it's just become even more clear to me. (laughs) And that's because in in this program, you know, I get to go so much deeper with those that I'm working with compared to um, in the past when I've done group classes and, and one day retreats. And when even when I work with people privately, one-on-one, there's a different kind of magic that happens when we come together in community. And one of the things that as I'm having conversations and as we're having conversations as a community in Radical Rest Rhythms, one of the things that is just so apparent to me is that oftentimes, and this is specific to rest, (laughs) but we could absolutely apply it to anything, is that our instinct when it comes to creating change is to go hard and our instinct when it comes to creating change is to like go out of the gate running and it makes a lot of sense I think when we realize that there's a different way of being a different possibility that is open to us we really want to experience that there's a vigor that, and and I think it, it was really from this hopeful place of envisioning how this change might affect us, which again is a really beautiful thing. But sometimes that vigor, that intensity, and often what can turn into forcing, it actually sets us up for whether it's disappointment, whether it's imbalance, whether it is cycles of shame, or whether it is in fact actually and this is often the case in the example of rest, counterintuitive to what it is we're actually trying to receive. So in radical rest rhythms, I talk about the 4 Fs, um and I've talked about on the podcast before uh the difference between Um, feeling and filling, and I'm sure we'll talk about that again. But today I wanted to talk about the difference between forcing and flowing. And we'll use the example of rest, but I'll also give you an example of decluttering so that we've got two different examples here. So if it's coming to something like rest or where we're trying to create more space in our life, let's say it's space for creative exploration or for play or for joy or even just space for more mindful moments. If you think about it, you can understand how approaching that type of intention and desire with an energy of force is actually cultivating an energy that is really the opposite of what we want. If we're trying to create more space for rest or play or joy, We want this energy of openness, of possibility, of wonder, of exploration. And any type of forcing through intense demands of how we are showing up for those things is going to affect our capacity to actually feel into what it is we're seeking. So with the example of rest, one thing that comes up all the time when I'm talking with people about rest, and it comes up all the time in Radical Rest Rhythms and, and in my work with private clients as well, but is that there's this desire for more rest. And then the approach to that desire that is kind of instinctual is to be very disciplined about it and to create all of these goals, usually more than one, to... Oftentimes the goals are things that people want to do every single day and they're very specific. So for instance, there could be a goal like doing yoga every night before bed for half an hour, let's say. Or there could be a goal of doing a meditation exercise for 10 minutes every morning. And it's not to say that I don't think These types of firm goals can be really useful because I absolutely think they can. But I think there's this question for us to sit with, and only you know the answer. Only you know the answer. Whether or not those goals are actually feeling supportive, or if there's another way that you can bring about your desired change And only you can answer this question honestly, but is there another way that is a little more gentle? And I think that this question we could come back to, we could journal about, we could sit with again and again. Anytime we're looking at something in our life, this question of, is there another way that is a little more gentle? And there's a lot of arguments we could have for why gentleness is important. We could talk about the nervous system. We could talk about how gentleness creates feelings of support and safety in our body, more regulation, more harmony, more balance. But just for right now, we could think about if 2020 and 2021 were difficult years for you. If you are in a place where you feel disconnected or lost or like you're struggling physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, gentleness is going to feel more soothing. And so how do we create as we're seeking to make change? How do we let the change process itself be soothing? Because it's kind of a cliche at this point, but it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. We have to remind ourselves of that sometimes. So if we are seeking to create a different way of being in the world, then that journey matters. That journey is just as important, more important than the destination. And letting it be gentle and self-soothing matters. So what this would look like in practice, oftentimes I suggest a switch for people, which is, if for instance you're looking to create more space for play or creativity or space for rest is to think about creating a container for yourself but to leave some possibility some openness some flexibility into what you fill it with so if we take the example of rest this might mean saying that you will take time for rest every day before going to bed and it could even be as specific as doing your your yoga or your stretching but you let it be flexible in terms of how long or the poses or what it looks like and it could look like one day just laying down on the ground and breathing so it's releasing some of the expectations that we might have in terms of what it's actually going to look like and what it's doing is it's creating a little bit more space for us to mindfully check in and meet ourselves where we are rather than forcing ourselves to be where we want to be so another example if we take creativity is You know, if someone had the the intention that every Saturday they're going to sit down and do watercolor painting for an hour, what a beautiful intention. But what happens if there is a day where you really don't feel like that, where that itself feels like the biggest hill that you are asking yourself to climb? What would it look like instead if there is a container that every Saturday afternoon let's say you're going to take time to be in a creative energy and that you'd like to watercolor paint that that's one of the things in your toolkit but it could also look like lying on the floor and listening to music that feels creatively inspiring to you or it could look like journaling for a few minutes or it could look like staring at a work of art and just sitting with that in meditation so the question here is really like how can you take whatever that goal or seed of an intention is and what would it look like for you for that process of creating change to be more gentle the other example i wanted to give is the decluttering example because that is something i have been living these last few days And when it comes to decluttering, and this is something actually that Jen Walters talked about um, a few episodes back, is what she talks about as being so important to that process of decluttering is being really attuned to our own internal rhythms and what is happening inside of us, that mindfulness piece. And that mindfulness piece is, is true for everything. That we've talked about so far in this episode but I think this really gives us an example so when we're doing something like decluttering maybe it's cooking maybe it's um, maybe it is like a a more vigorous movement practice then the question becomes being attuned and mindfully checking in on when it's starting to feel like it's depleting us rather than energizing us when our energy starts to fade And with the example of decluttering, what Jen shares, and Jen, if you didn't listen to the episode, is a feng shui expert, among many other things, is she said we usually should only do very small chunks, like 10 to 15 minutes. So for me, as I've been moving through my home, I'm actually getting very curious. I'm picking a small spot, I'm picking a corner of my office, let's say, and I'm only working on it until I start to feel fatigued. When I start to feel that sense of fatigue, it's time for me. To stop and come back another day. And so we can apply that to whatever we're doing. You know, sometimes we, like I said, we kind of get out of the gate and we just want to run. And then sometimes we start to force ourselves through the moments where we feel the exhaustion and the tiredness. And often that is going to leave us feeling drained. So how can we Be in that space of wanting to create change, but be there a little bit more gently. So that's the question to sit with for today and maybe to sit with for the whole year. I am always eager to hear how this episode landed, so you can always get in touch with me on social media at Megan L. Johnston or on my website, meganjohnston.com. And if that particular example of wanting to create space for more rest, for more creativity, more play, um, for filling your cup. If that is resonating with you, I do wanna let you know that the doors for Radical Rest Rhythms will be opening again very shortly. And you can get all the information on that at meganjohnson.com radicalrest. Or just send me a message and we can chat. Until we meet again, keep living with heart and wonder.